Good morning. Let's begin our service by singing hymn number 346. Thou whose almighty word chaos and darkness heard and took their flight, hear us, we humbly pray, and where the gospel day sheds not its glorious ray, let there be light. Hymn number 346. The scriptural will be given by Wendy from Georgia. Psalms. O oh God, thou art my God. Because thou hast been my help, therefore in the shadow of thy wings will I rejoice. I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills, from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. Hear the right, O Lord. Attend unto my cry. Give ear unto my prayer that goeth not out of feigned lips. Hold up my goings in thy path, that my footsteps slip not. I have called upon thee, for thou wilt hear me. O God, Incline thine ear unto me, and hear my speech. Show thy marvelous loving kindness, 
O thou that savest by thy right hand them which put their trust in thee from those that rise up against them, keep me as the apple of the eye, hide me under the shadow of thy wings. From the wicked that oppress me, from my deadly enemies who compass about me. For as for me, I will behold thy face in righteousness. I shall be satisfied when I awake with thy likeness. Let's now have a moment of silent prayer and follow with the Lord's Prayer and its spiritual interpretation as given in the Christian Science textbook. Our Father, which art in heaven, our Father, Mother, God, all harmonious. Hallowed be thy name, adorable one. Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom is come. Thou art ever present. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Enable us to know, as in heaven, so on earth, God is omnipotent, supreme. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us grace for today. Feed the famished affections. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And love is reflected in love. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. And God leadeth us not into temptation, but delivereth us from sin, disease, and death. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. For God is infinite, all power, all life, truth, love, over all and all. Let's now sing hymn number 158.
It came upon the midnight clear, that glorious song of old. The angels bending near the earth, their wondrous story told of peace on earth, goodwill to men, from heaven's all-gracious King. The world in solemn stillness lay to hear the angels sing. Hymn number 158.
Good morning and welcome to the Sunday morning service of the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. We begin every Sunday morning here at 10 a.m. with our roundtable discussion. And we had another really good one this morning. So if you missed it, or if you'd like to hear it again, and it was really good, you can find it on our website, plainfieldcs.com, and it will also be available on our YouTube channel and our Vimeo channel. We have a Sunday school for children that meets every Sunday morning at 11 a.m., and that Sunday school has its own teleconference number. Many of our students don't live in the area, and they attend via telephone. So if you do have a child of Sunday school age, and if you don't live in the area, uh, call us. We'll be happy to give you the teleconference number and very happy to welcome your child to our Sunday school. We have a testimony meeting every Wednesday evening at 8.15, where you can hear testimonies of healings and lives literally saved through the study and practice of Christian science. And we have a nursery for infants and toddlers at all of our services, so you can bring the whole family. We have a website, plainfieldcs.com, that has the very finest articles on Christian science, some written by Mrs. Mary Baker Eddy, many written by her finest students. And one of the articles that I'd like to point out um, that's featured on our website is entitled, God's Abundant Supply, by Herbert W. Eustace. Very good, very practical explanation of how God supplies our every need and, and how we can find it. <laughs> we are going to have another Bible study that, uh, this coming Saturday, December 17th, uh, that'll be uh, Saturday, 10 a.m., the usual time. The Bible study questions are on the website. So please join us next Saturday, 10 a.m. You'll be very happy that you did. And I'm going to plug our daily desk calendar again for 2023. We still have a few for sale. Uh, they make great gifts and it's a great way to start your day. Everyone is welcome here. And that includes all of you who are listening and participating from around the world. Now we will have the reading of a testimony of healing from miscellaneous writings, which attests to the healing power obtained by studying the Christian Science textbook. And that reading will be given this morning by Janet from Georgia. Page 449. It is a little over one year since a very esteemed friend of this city invited me to partake of the heavenly manna contained in the revelation 
of science and health with key to the scriptures. I had up to that time been for 15 years a victim of hip joint disease, this eventually confining me to my bed where I had been 10 months when the book of prophecy was opened for me. I was not long in finding the light I needed that gave feet to the lame, enabling me now to go, move, and walk where I will without crutch or support of any description, save the staff of divine science. In proportion as my thoughts are occupied with the work in science, does the peace and joy come inwardly that transforms the blight of error externally. T.G.K. Tacoma, Washington. The lesson sermon for this morning can be found on page 24 of the Independent Christian Science Quarterly. Subject, God, the Preserver of Man. The golden text is from Psalms. He brought them out of darkness and the shadow of death and break their bands asunder. The responsive reading is from Psalms. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Though and hosts should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord, and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion, in the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me up upon a rock. When thou saidst, Seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, Thy face, Lord, will I seek. Teach me thy way, O Lord, and lead me in a plain path because of mine enemies. I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait, Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. 
Craig will now read. The Bible, Psalms. The salvation of the righteous is of the Lord. He is their strength in the time of trouble. Daniel. It pleased Darius to set over the kingdom and 120 princes, which should be over the whole kingdom, and over these three presidents, of whom Daniel was first. Then this Daniel was preferred above the presidents and princes, because an excellent spirit was in him, and the king thought to set him over the whole realm. Then the presidents and princes sought to find occasion against Daniel concerning the kingdom, but they could find none occasion nor fault. Then these said these men, We shall not find any occasion against Daniel except we find it against him concerning the law of his God. Then these presidents and princes assembled together to the king and said thus unto him, King Darius, live forever. All the presidents of the kingdom, the governors and the princes, the counselors and the captains have consulted together to establish a royal statute and to make a firm decree that whosoever shall ask a petition of any god or man for thirty days, save of thee, O king, shall be cast into the den of lions. Now, O king, establish the decree and sign the writing, that it be not changed. Wherefore, King Darius signed the writing and the decree. Now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went into his house, and his windows being open in his chamber toward Jerusalem, he kneeled upon his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he did aforetime. Then these men assembled and found Daniel praying and making supplication before his God. Then they came near and spake before the king concerning the king's decree. Hast thou not signed a decree that every man that, has, that shall ask a petition of any god or man within thirty days, save of thee, O king, shall be cast into the den of lions? The king answered and said, this, The thing is true. Then answered they and said before the king, That Daniel, which is of the children of the captivity of Judah, regardest not thee, O king nor the decree that thou hast signed, but makest his petition three times a day. Then the king, when he heard these words, was sore displeased with himself, and set his heart on Daniel to deliver him. Then these men assembled unto the king, and said unto the king, Know, O king, the law of the Medes and Persians is, that no decree nor statute which the king established may be changed. Then the king commanded, and they brought Daniel and cast him into the den of lions. Now the king spake and said unto Daniel, Thy God, whom thou servest continually, he will deliver thee. 
and a stone was brought and laid upon the mouth of the den, and the king sealed it with his own signet. Then the king went to his palace and passed the night fasting. Then the king arose very early in the morning and went in haste unto the den of lions. And when he came to the den, he cried with a lamentable voice unto Daniel. And the king spake and said to Daniel, O Daniel, servant of the living God, is thy God whom thou servest continually able to deliver thee from the lions? Then said Daniel unto the king, O king, live forever. My God hath sent his angel and hath shut the lions' mouths that they have not hurt me. For as much as before him innocency was found in me, and also before thee, O king, have I done no hurt. Then was the king exceeding glad for him, and commanded that they should take Daniel out, out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den, and no manner of hurt was found upon him, because he believed in his God. Then King Darius wrote unto all people, nations, and languages that dwell in all the earth, Peace be multiplied unto you. I make a decree that in every dominion of my kingdom men tremble and fear before the God of Daniel, for he is the living God and steadfast forever. And his kingdom that which shall not be destroyed, and his dominion shall be even until the end. He delivereth and rescueth, and he worketh signs and wonders in heaven and in earth, who hath delivered Daniel from the power of the lions. Psalm 91st He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High, shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him will I trust. Because He has set His love upon me, therefore will I deliver Him. I will set Him on high, because He hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Revelation I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord which is, and which was, and which is to come, the Almighty. Amanda from Missouri will now read. I will read correlative passages from Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures by Mary Baker Eddy. Life is the everlasting I am. 
the being who was and is and shall be, whom nothing can erase. From beginning to end, the scriptures are full of accounts of the triumph of spirit, mind over matter. Moses proved the power of mind by what men called miracles. So did Joshua, Elijah, and Elisha. The Christian era was ushered in with signs and wonders. In Hebrew, Greek, Latin, and English, faith and the words corresponding thereto have these two definitions, trustfulness and trustworthiness. One kind of faith trusts one's welfare to others. Another kind of faith understands divine love and how to work out one's own salvation with fear and trembling. Lord, I believe, help thou mine unbelief, expresses the helplessness of a blind faith, whereas the injunction, believe, and thou shalt be saved, demands self-reliant trustworthiness, which includes spiritual understanding and confides all to God. The Hebrew verb to believe means also to be firm or to be constant. This certainly applies to truth and love understood and practiced. Firmness and error will never save from sin, disease, and death. The divine love, which made harmless the poisonous viper, which delivered men from the boiling oil, from the fiery furnace, from the jaws of the lion, can heal the sick in every age and triumph over sin and death. It crowned the demonstrations of Jesus with unsurpassed power and love. But the same mind, which was also in Christ Jesus, must always accompany the letter of science in order to confirm and repeat the ancient demonstrations of prophets and apostles. That those wonders are not more commonly repeated today arises not so much from lack of desire as from lack of spiritual growth. Paul says in his epistle to the Romans, the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God, but ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit, if so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. There will be greater mental opposition to the spiritual, scientific meaning of the scriptures than there has ever been since the Christian era began. The serpent, material sense, will bite the heel of the woman, will struggle to destroy the spiritual idea of love, and the woman, this idea, will bruise the head of lust. The spiritual idea has given the understanding a foothold in Christian science. The seed of truth and the seed of error, of belief and of understanding, yea, the seed of spirit and the seed of matter, 
are the wheat and tares, which time will separate, the one to be burned, the other to be garnered into heavenly places. Moral courage is the lion of the tribe of Judah, the king of the mental realm. Free and fearless, it roams in the forest. Undisturbed, it lies in the open field or rests in green pastures beside the still waters. In the figurative transmission from the divine thought to the human, diligence, promptness, and perseverance are likened to the cattle upon a thousand hills. They carry the baggage of stern resolve and keep pace with highest purpose. Tenderness accompanies all the might imparted by spirit. The individuality created by God is not carnivorous, as witnessed the millennial estate pictured by Isaiah. The wolf also shall dwell with the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the kid, and the calf, and the young lion, and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. Understanding the control which love held over all, Daniel felt safe in the lion's den, and Paul proved the viper to be harmless. All of God's creatures, moving in the harmony of science, are harmless, useful, indestructible. Mind is the grand creator, and there can be no power except that which is derived from mind. If mind was first chronologically, is first potentially, and must be first eternally, then give to mind the glory, honor, dominion, and power everlastingly due its holy name. The human mind has no power to kill or to cure, and it has no control over God's man. The divine mind that made man maintains his own image and likeness. The human mind is opposed to God and must be put off, as St. Paul declares. All that really exists is the divine mind and its idea. And in this mind, the entire being is found harmonious and eternal. The straight and narrow way is to see and acknowledge this fact, yield to this power, and follow the leadings of truth. Man-made doctrines are waning. They have not waxed strong in times of trouble. Devoid of the Christ power, how can they illustrate the doctrines of Christ or the miracles of grace? Denial of the possibility of Christian healing robs Christianity of the very element which gave it divine force and its astonishing and unequaled success in the first century. The true Logos is demonstrably Christian science. The natural law of harmony which overcomes discord. Not because this science is supernatural or preternatural, 
nor because it is an infraction of divine law, but because it is the immutable law of God. Good. The understanding that life is God, spirit, lengthens our days by strengthening our trust in the deathless reality of life, its almightiness and immortality. This faith relies upon an understood principle. This principle makes whole the diseased and brings out the enduring and harmonious phases of things. For victory over a single sin, we give thanks and magnify the Lord of hosts. What shall we say of the mighty conquest over all sin? A louder song, sweeter than has ever before reached high heaven, now rises clearer and nearer to the great heart of Christ. For the accuser is not there, and love sends forth her primal and everlasting strain. Let's now have a moment of silent prayer for our world. Let's now sing hymn number 226. O Lord of life, to thee we lift our hearts in praise for those thy prophets who have shown thy gift of grace that ever grows, of truth that spreads from shore to shore, of wisdom's widening ray, of light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. Hymn number 226.
Let's now sing hymn number 11. Angels at the Savior's birth woke with music all the earth. Shepherds in the eastern sky saw a pale star passing by, guiding them at break of day where the babe in meekness lay. Born the gracious news to tell, God with us, Emmanuel. Hymn number 11. from the Christian science textbook. The, science, this, the scientific statement of being and the correlative passages from 1 John third chapter. There is no life, truth, intelligence, nor substance in matter. All is infinite mind and its infinite manifestation. For God is all in all. Spirit is immortal truth. Matter is mortal error. 
Spirit is the real and eternal. Matter is the unreal and temporal. Spirit is God, and man is his image and likeness. Therefore, man is not material, he is spiritual. Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, the world knoweth us not, because he knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he, as he is. And every man that had this hope in him purified himself, even as he is pure. Psalms Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation, Thou shalt no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come near thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. Amen. Amen.